Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Why you always look so surprised when I say hello? No, nah, I just hit the chair and I oh. just, it just made a noise. Oh, and they I'm, didn't hear it. Okay. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to be back oh on my the God. mic. <laughs> Over here acting like we just been gone forever. It feels like it's been forever. It's been one I week. I missed being on the microphone. I still feel like I sound like a man a little bit, but it's all good. It's all in your head. It is? It's all in your head. I don't sound like a man? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome back. Or if this is your first time, welcome to our house. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. Thank you so much for coming over and hanging out with us today at our house. Um, it's been a little over a week since our last episode. Last week, we're sorry we weren't able to put anything out but we had a whole lot going on <laughs> jam filled week yeah and i was sick she was so, sick. um i just normally even if we have a lot going on i'll be like we're doing the podcast <laughs> i don't care what time but we're gonna do it but i honestly didn't even fight for it because i was just i felt terrible every year this time of year i get really sick with my sinuses to the point where it makes me feel like i have the flu like it's terrible and then soon after it, i get whatever she has but it's not contagious so you i think that contaminate i think that me. you just get like sinus stuff a couple weeks after i go through it because sinus it just happens with the season yeah changing. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but last year we were actually out of town and so it was worse because you know we were playing we had all this stuff planned while we were out of town and i literally nothing laid, happened nothing happened she i laid in the, bed in the, the whole hotel time. bed like the entire time i just had I, I had no energy i couldn't breathe my face hurt my neck hurt like you know if y'all have sinus problems you know like when you have a sinus infection or whatever like it makes your whole face hurt and like everything and you just don't want to do anything so mm -hmm. that's what i was dealing with last week along with all the busyness we had going on we spent a lot of time at my mom's house last wednesday and we normally um record on wednesdays but we were there super late because she's been remodeling mm -hmm. and we, i was being mr fix it yeah marcus was <laughs> helping her hang up some new blondes and shout out to me i was directing everyone around so i'm the um the visionary <laughs> oh okay all right visionary <laughs> i'm the visionary behind the pro the project and marcus was doing the dirty work so this is true <laughs> but we're back we're happy to be back and i hope you guys are happy to be listening again um i'm super excited because it's officially fall ever since the last episode like fall actually came so it's a new season it's not summer anymore and it's been raining a whole lot these last couple of days but i'm not mad about it because i know that when it rains like that it's like killing the leaves and that means they're gonna start changing colors it's gonna be really pretty and it's gonna really look like fall and i'm about to start decorating the house for fall oh my god what because it just like we go into fall and then i give it about a week and then it turns into christmas like no. you just skip <laughs> everything else like here comes christmas that's not true i leave up did all you my or did you not <laughs> just have on your instagram story that is it okay that you're listening to i didn't to ask if it was okay i asked if they would judge me i don't care if it's okay or not it's okay to me it's not okay <laughs> yes, it's it is. not okay i remember one time i came home it had to be like either last week or the week before that i come home and she got a christmas movie on 
watch Christmas movies all the time. They're just happy. And the thing about her Christmas movies, they all the same. No, they're not. They, every he's talking about he's talking about the Hallmark. Every Christmas movie on movies. Hallmark, it's about some person that got <laughs> trapped in a small town <laughs> <laughs> that's sitting around a business person who never stops working, and then they automatically just get into a city. That's about Christmas and family, and they fall in love (laughs) with somebody, and then all of a sudden, now they just all about Christmas. It's the same plot, and then the crazy thing too, it'd be the same actors in all of the movies. Now I will give you that; it's usually the same actors and actresses, but that's because they have like contracts with Hallmark. I don't care, but it's different. So if you've seen one of the movies, (laughs) you've seen all of the movies. But y'all know it's funny sometimes. Like he'll come in the room when I'm watching one, and he'll be like seen this before and i'll be like no it's a new one and he's like no nah, i swear i've seen this before because they're gonna go to the town they're gonna get trapped in the cabin and they're gonna fall in love and it end the storyline be right but he really hadn't seen it before so i'm just like yo how are they continuing to sell content that they've already used they just been recycling the same storyline over and over people like feel good happy movies don't nobody want to see that exception. over and over i don't mind it I watched them during July, during Christmas in July, and I watched them now until December. But I'm just not like watching Christmas movies every day. It was just, I think the day that I was watching it last week, I was kind of like down for whatever reason. And I watched them to like lift my spirits up. It ain't lifting nothing up because it's the same plot. It does lift my spirits up. Go watch the Cosby. But no, like yesterday, um, what he was talking about with my Instagram story. Or no, well, yeah, yesterday I listened to Christmas music in the car for the first time this season. Uh, I don't know. I just got the urge and I was jamming, y'all. Let me just tell you, I was listening to the Pentatonics Christmas music. Shout out to them. (laughs) I love their Christmas music. And I was jamming out. So I put on my Instagram story today if people would judge me. If I did it, I didn't ask them if it was okay. I'm not about to ask if it's okay. Well, you should have been asking, is it okay? And I would have told you it ain't. <laughs> Whatever. I enjoyed it. But anyway, we got on to Christmas, and I wasn't trying to talk about Christmas. I was trying to talk about fall. I leave my fall decor up through Thanksgiving. Now, like, two days after Thanksgiving, is coming down, and my Christmas decorations are coming All I got to say is, is you are so disrespectful to Halloween and Thanksgiving Halloween. and all I'm the other times disrespectful to between Thanksgiving because you don't care about them. No. Only thing you care about is Christmas. No, I love Thanksgiving. This, this is your said- calendar year. Hold on, this is your calendar <laughs> year. It goes January. <laughs> it goes Valentine's Day. Then it goes your birthday. That's not true. You skip Mother's Day. I celebrate Mother's Day okay, proudly. All right, all right, Mother's Day, whatever. All right, I got you. You do celebrate that. All right. Then it goes to your birthday. And then as soon as your birthday is over, then we start talking about Christmas. That's not like, true. Ain't nothing else in between. That's not true. Your birthday and Christmas. That's not true. That is so true. No, it's not. Right. It's not true. Like I said before I was rudely interrupted, I'm about to decorate for fall. Fall decor is the same thing as Thanksgiving decor. No, I do not decorate for Halloween because I'm not that big on Halloween. Maybe when we have children, that'll change and I'll start decorating for Halloween because my mama decorated for Halloween for me. (laughs) My mama did. (laughs) She decorated for Halloween for me. But I'm not really into it like that. So I buy a bag of candy for our trick-or-treaters. But that's about it. I'm going to have fall decor out. And then you want them trick-or-treaters. You be buying candy for the the self-service ones. 
No, last year I opened the door. You ain't opened the door. You put the candy on Marcus, the little stand. you are lying. I sat in our window and watched people come up, and I went you down self-service and gave the, you candy. He's lying, y'all. I don't even know. I wasn't even here. You were here, I but you here. wouldn't go to the door. Seriously? Yeah. You kept making me go down and do it. I don't and I was mad because it was a bunch of grown people coming to the door. No, I wasn't here because you told me about the grown you people afterwards. I wasn't here. I wouldn't have been doing it if I was home alone because I'm scared like that. On you Halloween, told me about it. On Halloween night, opening my door, I wouldn't have been doing it. You were here. You just don't remember because you wouldn't go do it. It's okay. I, we know your memory is terrible. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving right along. I'm going to be decorating for fall. So follow me on social media. Be on the lookout for that because, you know, I'm going to share photos and stuff. And we're recording this podcast now like a little bit earlier than normal because all of, well, not all of, but a lot of our favorite TV shows made a comeback this week. Yeah. Yeah. So um, tonight we'll be watching Empire and Star. Yesterday we watched This Is Us and the voice came back this week too. So it's just been a jam-packed week of TV shows. I'm really excited. Um, a lot of people don't, well, I don't, I don't want to say that because clearly a lot of people do. But a lot of our friends or people we talk to don't really watch Empire that much anymore. But Marcus and I have never stopped. No, we never did. It was one season where we were kind of like, okay. I think that was a season that everybody got turned off. Yeah. Because we just were starting to get turned off. And we was like, this is going down. But we stuck with them. We was true fans. Yep. <laughs> and they turned around and it's still really good. So... Our shows will be coming on a little bit, so we're trying to get this out of the way. And I'm super emotionally invested into like all these shows, so I be crying and stuff. And do be feeling. <laughs> all right, you guys. So we're gonna move right into our topics for the week. We're gonna start off with Jam's Juice. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So today for Jam's Juice, I wanted to talk about Will Smith. Okay. <laughs> did you hear about what he did yeah he jumped out of a helicopter and bungee jumped or something yeah so will smith turned 50 i don't know if his actual birthday was yesterday or not but he did it yesterday yeah but he for his 50th birthday he decided to bungee jump out of a helicopter over the grand canyon mm -hmm. and I feel like that was one of the most scariest things that you could ever do, but that's what he decided to do. But I read this article um, and he was saying that the experience was pure bliss and he was encouraging all these other people to um, commit to conquering their fears. So I'm assuming that this was like a fear of his. And so for his 50th, he was like, I'm going to conquer this fear. I'm going to go for it. And he decided to do it in the most epic way possible and jump out of a helicopter over the Grand Canyon. Like, most people, well, a lot of people who bungee jump are mm -hmm. not going to do it over like the Grand Canyon, right? which is like this canyon and deep and just scary. <laughs> and he did it. And I feel like, I think I told you when I saw it, that I feel like bungee jumping is a little bit scarier than, than jumping out of a plane. Just like jumping out of a plane. Because when you jump out of the plane, it's one time. your parachute opens, you hit the ground and you're done. Yep. But with bungee jumping, you like go down then it takes you back up then you go back then down you go back down again <laughs> and it's like that's a lot that's a huge adrenaline rush but um i just i commend him for doing it and i just wanted to ask you like why do you think people like are more willing to do daredevilish or like facing their fear type stuff for like milestone birthdays like why do you think people want to wait until then to do it 
Um, I think it's about courage, probably. Mm-hmm. And I guess as you live life, um, some people, maybe they get more, more courage and maybe they just realize that, you know, life is all about taking a leap of faith, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, into something versus where there's, you know, wanting to build a business or, you know, conquering whatever fears that they may have. And I think that once you hit a milestone birthday, it just kind of gives you more of a, a rush to want to do it, in my personal opinion. Yeah, that's deep. I was just more so thinking that they wanted to like have something to remember. No, nah, I think I think I really birthday. think I really think that um it, it goes deeper, especially for him. Because honestly, like I know it's a lot of people on Instagram, but I think he's probably one of the most inspirational people. Yeah. On Instagram, like if you're not following Will Smith, like his is popping. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even like a, a social media type person, mm-hmm. but. I'm serious. I know you're not. I'm um, agreeing with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm terrible. We're I ain't working lie. on it. I'm, I'm trying. I'm a, I'm a work in progress. <laughs> but, like, just seeing, like, his stories, you know what I'm saying, and kind of following him, it kind of just motivates you to want to get out here and take over the world. Yeah, he always has something really positive to say, like, on his page. And yeah, I mean. It's, his his page isn't even that old. Like, I feel like it's not even a year old nah, yet. No, it's definitely not. He already has over 22 million followers or something crazy. I don't know how many followers he has, but I know it's a lot. Yes, it's crazy. Um, But, you know, especially living in the world that we live in now with all this ratchet TV and everything is just negative. And, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the storylines out here is just refreshing that you can go somewhere and actually, you know, get some positivity from somebody that looks like you. Yeah. You know, I agree. Um, And so that's what I think is really about, you know. for Yeah, I honestly was just thinking that people want to do big things when they hit like. 25 30 40 50 because they can say well on this birthday i did this i mean that could be part of it too yeah but But, i mean what you said is it's a good point like you know you get more courage and you feel like when you hit a certain age you should do things that maybe you were afraid to do 10 years ago or mm -hmm. five or even a year ago um just facing your fears so yeah okay so you have a big milestone birthday coming up i do in almost three months Yep, I do. I do. <laughs> so, like, do you have anything that you teetering, um, thinking that you wanted? To, well, I know you have your 30 before 30, but that's supposed to be happening before 30. So, yeah. like, something that you're going to do at 30? Yeah, so, I mean, I've been working on some stuff and, um, you know, for 30 about something big that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I haven't quite narrowed it down just yet, and I know I don't have that much time. You sure don't. Um, but I'm. Gonna, I know I just put you on the spot. You definitely just put me on but. spot, but it's cool. Um, I'm going to think of something bef- between now and January. You should probably think of something between now and the end of October, so you can have time to really process it. No, it's gonna and be you, done. And you need well, to put that back. We want to know. I'm gonna have it done before the end of the year. Okay. Because it's not like my birthday is January first. No. So it's I not. still got time, you know, to plan out whatever it is gonna be. Um before we get to january okay well we want to know i know y'all do you make sure you let us know because i'm curious and just know that if it's something super crazy don't don't count me to do it with you because i ain't doing it okay i know you ain't yeah i will support you fully but if you decide you want to bungee jump out of a helicopter, I'm I mean, going to be on the it, ground. I feel like now that because he did, it's not really original no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just use that as an nah, example. I, I, get I don't it, but see I'm saying, wanting to bungee jump. I actually do kind of want to bungee jump. Though. I thought you wanted to skydive. I want to do both. Mm, well, 
you know i will support you from the plane and then i'll wave when you go down and then <laughs> when the plane lands i will be there to hug and kiss you and be excited that you survived because i can't you gotta face your fears i can't do it how you gonna have on a fear factor t-shirt right now <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you can't. i do have on a fear factor t-shirt i have on my such a hypocrite uh, well, when I was in college, my sorority, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Man, you out here and giving them a plug like they paying for the podcast. <laughs> no, so. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, we had our week, one of our weeks. You know how we have Greek weeks and stuff. Maybe they don't Whenever, know that you have okay, Greek weeks. Okay, well, some schools have Greek weeks. And so during our Delta week, we had a Fear Factor week. And it was like the most lit week that the University of Tennessee, Knoxville has ever seen. And y'all can uh, challenge me all day on that because we know that we was lit doing our week. Sure we had was. We had bugs. We had challenges. We had all different types of stuff, like real bugs, like and people was eating bugs and stuff, like Fear Factor. Would y'all giving money out? Uh, I don't remember. So people just eating bugs for no reason. I don't remember. I know we had teams because I was the team captain of one of the teams. And you ain't eat no bug. I know you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> So I was thinking, false, I was uh, team Crown Royal, and it was Crown Royal because it was all the people who had like won a crown at a like a. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. At a, um, <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. At a pageant, like oh. at school. Okay. So yeah, so I was the captain of that team. But yeah, I do have on my Fear Factor shirt. But I'm not <laughs> gonna jump out of no plane. Sorry. We'll figure something out. And I don't even know if it's just like a face in my fear type thing. That's just a I'm not doing it type thing. Are you not afraid? I just think it's kind of stupid. Why? Because why would you need to jump out of a plane? To to let your mind know that you can't control everything. I can control the fact that I'm not going to jump out of a plane. I think it's a freeing moment. No. Because you just jump out and then you just... They can't see you. It don't matter. You can. You can. He I'm got out his here. arms stretched out. I'm out here like I'm on the Titanic. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. We're going to talk about this. No, we not. We are. We not. We talking about it right no, now. And gonna, I'm telling you that I'm not doing it. We're going to continue this conversation it. and we're going to have it off air. We're going to have it on air and I'm telling you that I'm not doing it. <laughs> so there's nothing to talk about off air because it's not happening. Watch. End of discussion. Watch. Anyway, that's my jams juice. It was a little different. I just wanted to talk about something positive that I saw in the media. It was real juicy, but it was like really good, like a really good thing. And like you said, Will Smith's such a positive light. So follow him on Instagram if y'all aren't already. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Marcus Money Moments. So like um, last time, two weeks ago, he was talking about life insurance because it is still life insurance awareness month. And he missed the whole week talking about life insurance. We're sorry about that, you guys, but hopefully he can kind of bring it all full circle for you. Cause this is the last podcast of September. So, yeah. So, um, basically for this week, I'm going to just do a recap and then I'm going to add in one key component that I was going to talk about last week, but I'll just wrap it all up together. So if you missed any of the other ones, I'm going to kind of just do like a real brief um, overview of everything. So uh, the first thing that I talked about was who needs life insurance or what are some of the reasons why 
you would need to explore life insurance. And so one thing that I noted was that almost nine in 10 Americans agree that most people need life insurance, yet only 50 percent say that they have it. So it's a lot of people out here who are not covered. So one of the some of the reasons why you would need it is if one, you're getting married or you're already married. Um, another reason why would be because you're about to become a parent or you are a parent, homeowners. Um, I mean, that's self-explanatory. Somebody that is changing jobs because a lot of times people only have insurance through their employer. And what they don't realize is that when they change jobs, that insurance policy is gone as well. Um, and then the last people, um, the people who really don't feel like they need it are people who are single. But most of the time you talk to people who are single, they plan on having all of these at some point in their life, whether they're planning to buy a new home. A lot of people are planning to become parents and they're planning to get married. So it's just good for you to have it. Um, then we kind of transition to the next week. We talked about uh, how much do you need? Um, and basically with that, you just want to make sure that you're doing what we call a needs assessment, trying to figure out um, what are some of the things that you want to make sure that's taken care of in the event that you're gone? Uh, do you want to make sure that your significant other is taken care of? How many years do you want it to be taken care of? Do you want to send your kids to college? You know, is that private or is that, you know, a public university, right? What do you want to what do you want to do for the people who you care about? Right. And so all of that goes into it. And so I kind of gave you an equation and I said that um, <clears throat> you use your current and future future financial obligations minus your spouse's earnings, saving and investments and insurance you already own. And that equals a life insurance need. That is the number that you want to have. Um, and if you wanted to just get an arbitrary number, I would tell you what to do is to take your salary times it times 20 that's the amount of insurance that you would need if you have a you know a spouse that you want to take care of if you have um, children that you want to make sure are taken care of right because a lot of times what we don't account for is what they call human capital and that's our ability to make income in the future so if something happens to you or the person you care about what you're not counting for is their ability to continue to make that income for years to come so if something were to happen to me today Jamari wasn't counting on the fact that if I had still been living for 30 years, how much more income could I have produced for her and our family? Right. So you always want to take account for that as well. And so that's where the number 20 comes from. Um, the next week, I talked about the types of insurance that you could buy. So I'm not going to go through all of them again, but basically just know that you can buy term insurance and you can buy permanent. Right. So term is the most basic one meaning that it has a expiration date on it um, so you can buy it in, in in terms, right? So you can do a 10-year, 20-year, 30-year, right? At the end of those years, then it's going to expire. And then you have a whole list of permanent insurance plans. So um, some of the most common ones, without going into every last one of them like I did a couple weeks ago, but you can have whole life, you have variable life, universal life, um, those are some of the big ones that most people hear about. Um, and those policies will cover you for your entire life. And some of those policies actually build cash value 
Um, some of them are linked to the market. Some of them are dependent on the insurance company paying dividends. So, you know, just be able to talk to um, a professional about which one may be suitable for you. Um, and then the last thing that I wanted to talk about last week, which we didn't talk about, was the ways to buy life insurance. Because sometimes people just they don't know. Right. So I just wanted to go over a couple of different ways that you could do it. So first way would be. Um, making sure that you are doing it through a, a professional, right? Somebody who's actually licensed to um, take care of your insurance needs. Um, so I tell a lot of people to be careful when you're just dealing with somebody who's only selling insurance, right? Because they may not be versed in a lot of things that you might come up down the road. So you want to make sure that you're talking to somebody who's a true financial professional who's looking at both sides of the fence, um, and what I mean by that is making sure they look at your insurance side, but they also want to look at other things that may be important to you as well. <clears throat> the second way most people buy it um, or the most common way is through their job. Um, and the reason why people buy this through their job is because they don't have to get qualified for it, meaning that they don't have to uh, have a health exam, et cetera. Um, so you can you know, get it through your work. But the problem with that is, is once you leave that employer, so does that plan go away as well. Right. And so my number one question I ask people is, how long have you been at your job? This isn't 1970, 1980 anymore, where people are staying at their companies for 20 and 30 years and then retiring and going to live in the, the big house with the picket fence. That's just not America anymore. Right. People are changing jobs all the time because they're looking for better opportunities. Right. And so if your insurance plan is dependent on your your job as my only source you could have a gap in your plan. So, you know, you can buy it there, but just be mindful that you want to make sure that you take the steps to have stuff outside of that. And then the last way uh, for my people whose health is starting to decline, you can do a direct purchasing through an insurance company where you can do it online, et cetera. Problem with that is you're not really going to get any assistance on which plan makes sense for you. They're going to just say, here are the insurance types. You got to kind of figure it out by your own. So, those are the three ways that you can buy life insurance. Um, I hope that helps. Um, what I'm trying to do with this whole series was kind of make sure that we understood what life insurance was so that we don't have to have GoFundMes. Yeah. So um, I have a couple questions. OK, go ahead. That were sent to me. All right. So um, someone asked. So they were listening to what you said and they're basically like, Okay, so in order for me to get like life insurance outside of my job, I do have to take a medical exam. Mm -hmm. Like what does that why am I taking it and what does it entail? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, so I'm going to talk to y'all about why what's going on and I'm going to talk to y'all about the business. So understand that all insurance companies are in business to make money and it's all about calculating risk. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what does that mean? That means that that insurance company is not going to take on too much risk and then be liable to pay out that policy if something happens. So you have to do an exam in order for that insurance company to measure the risk that they're taking for putting that money up for your life. So if you have a lot of medical conditions going on in your life, that insurance company is not going to insure you because you're too much of a risk for the insurance company. Because you got to remember, these things are in place or to make money. Right. Right. So what does the exam involve? So most exams, um, depending on what carrier you go with, but they pretty much all the same is they're coming out to do blood. So they're going to draw blood mm -hmm. and then they're going to do a urine sample as well. 
And so in those urine samples and their blood samples, they're looking for the big items, right? So Mm -hmm. do you have cancer, right? Do you have diabetes? Have you had a heart attack? Do you have you had a stroke? Um, Do you have HIV? Right. Some of the big stuff. Right. Um, And they're really just trying to check. And also in that as well is they're going to pull your MIB. So. And I know I'm getting super technical. What's an MIB? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so they're going to pull your MIB, which is the Medical Information Bureau. So I want to make sure that you guys understand that every time you go to the doctor, they say it's confidential, which it is. But they do have a database that they feed all of your information into called the MIB. That has is basically like your credit for your medical history. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they use the, this report to compare it to what you've said on your application. Mm-hmm. So if you said that you was healthy, they're not going to just believe you. They're going to go do the homework to figure out, OK, what has such and such been in the hospital for? Right. What has the doctor diagnosed them for, et cetera? So they want to make sure that you are as healthy as possible. And, and then, then they're going to th- back that up with the blood and urine. And then um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But this information doesn't come back to the person who's writing your life insurance policy. They only know that if you got approved or not. They don't. Right. They don't know what your medical history is. So if you're worried about someone knowing all your medical stuff, like the only person that'll know is the examiner. Yeah. So even the examiner you. won't know. Oh. Okay. Right. So the only person who would know, or the only people who would know, was the underwriter. Right. And the underwriter. That was another question. What's an underwriter? So, so the underwriter is the person who is examining all of the information that you provided to make sure that you're approved for it. Right. And so the underwriter and the insurance company, they have standards. Right. And so really the underwriter is really what they call an actuary or somewhere in there there's an actuary it could be underwriter and actuary and so basically what they're doing is they're analyzing all the numbers to make sure that your policy makes sense to issue um so basically they're looking at age height ink um you know weight all that stuff goes into how they determine what type of policy you can get how much coverage and your rate class which we didn't talk about so everybody's going to have a rate class once they get insurance, whether it be standard, you know, standard plus preferred, preferred plus. And basically all those mean is how healthy is this person? How long do we think that this person is going to live? That's Mm -hmm. all those ratings mean. And so what you want to be in is standard or above, because that means that your cost of insurance is going to be either lower or higher. So if I got the best rating, that means the cost of insurance for me is going to be the cheapest. Like for Jamari, I don't, I'm going to put her business out here, right? (laughs) So she got, when we did her policy, she got the best rating that you could get from a company, right? Which is preferred plus. Each carrier is going to call it something different, but all of the top one is going to be something for preferred plus or superior, or I don't know. They got different names for for every carrier. I can't go through all of them off the top (laughs) of my head. They all say something different versus me. I got what they call standard plus. So I wasn't the last, but I wasn't the best, right? I was right there in the middle, you know what I'm saying? And I want to say that I read, well, one of the carriers that I use, because I do use um, a couple carriers almost exclusively because of the products that they offer and um, the payout. And that's another thing that we didn't talk about. So you got to be careful of what company you go with when you're picking um, your life insurance plan, because you want to know what is their timeline on paying you once you submit a death claim. 
Yeah. Um, another question was, um, uh, what's a death benefit? And I feel like what you're saying is going into that. Yeah. So basically, and then I'm not going to ask you any other other ones because it's, this is becoming really long. You can just, I'll, I'll send this to you. You can answer the people yourself. Oh, some more. Yeah. I appreciate y'all for all y'all questions. Um, but you can always reach out to me at Marcus at johnsoncap.com. I'll be more than happy to get with you. But anyway. You mad because I asked me? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> what is a death benefit? So when we talked about earlier, how much coverage do you need? Right. And so say, for instance, that um, Jamaria is a single individual. She owns a home. Her home value is a $350,000 crib. And um, she that she has two kids and she's making, you know, decent money, meaning man, she's probably making You, you got know. me out here. <laughs> Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. She's making eighty thousand dollars plus, right? Okay. So say for instance we came up with a number and said that she needed a million dollars of coverage. Mm-hmm. So her death benefit would be a million dollars. So whatever okay. the face amount of the insurance total, that is your death benefit. So as soon as Jamaria Jamaria Kids. Just gonna kill me off. She Go gone ahead. away. <laughs> right. to kill me off. Just gone ahead. She goes away. <laughs> um, since she had a million dollar death benefit, then she will get a million dollars to her beneficiaries tax free. Right. And that's the key about life insurance. And that's why this is so important for us to start buying more is because we're able to pay pennies on the dollar to get a lump sum of money tax free to the next generation. Which is huge. Which is definitely huge. Tax free. It's not like real estate, which everybody says, oh, my insurance, well, my uh, real estate is my, you know, we got my it. legacy. <laughs> right. Um, but it's taxable. That's a yeah. taxable event. Even your IRAs. Right. So if you have a 401k and, you know, you something happens to you and then you pass that on to your daughter or son whoever and now that becomes an inherited ira to the next party it's a taxable event mm-hmm. right but if you did it through life insurance uncle sam don't get none you get to keep the whole none. thing yeah right so you know talk to somebody who you trust um about what type of coverage you need um i always tell people be careful where you get your advice from i think i talked about that before yep um because a lot of times we go to the people who are the closest in our life and that may not necessarily mean that they are the most proficient in that area. Yeah. Just do your research yep. first before you, I mean, but I don't doubt that you guys will cause it's money and people are serious about their money. So just do your research. And then if you don't know anyone, reach out to Marcus. I definitely will take care. I'll take care of you. Like we always say, um, are you finished? Yeah, I was done. Oh. I appreciate so, your questions. And happy Life Insurance Awareness Month, people. Yep, yep, yep. Get you some life insurance. Uh, next next week, I'm going to talk about the stock market because everybody wants to talk about that. And that's what yeah. everybody's thing. There's um, been a couple requests. There has it. definitely been some requests about the stock market. So I'm going to give y'all real, real, real high level information. I was about to say it's going to be high level um, about the stock market. It gets deep. Now, here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not giving y'all any advice on what stocks to pick on this airway. Yeah, no. Y'all will not get me hemmed up like this. Mm -mm. So if you want that kind of attention, you got to talk to me 
individually. Yeah. So I'm not giving y'all any advice on what stocks to pick. But there's been some questions about clarity of different things that have to do with stocks. Yep. So he's going. So to if explain. in the meantime of listening to this between now and next week, if you have any specific questions you want about the stock market, please send it to us so that I can answer it in the next Mo- Marcus Money moment. Yeah. And send them to him, I guess. You can send them to me, but clearly he mad because he ain't get no questions. And another thing, <laughs> last thing, I promise, and then I'm done. If y'all would be interested in me doing an event where we covered Marcus Money Moments live, please let me know. Yeah, let us so know. So I would do a full do. thing. Here's what I'll do. I'll do a full Marcus Money Moment on a whole bunch of topics. Right. And I will also have my band there to play live music. Nice. For free. For free. For free. Okay. So if that's something that y'all are interested in, I'll be in the crowd with um, my wine. Please let me know (laughs) so we can start to plan for that. Yeah. Okay. But if I don't hear nothing back, then I'm just automatically assuming that y'all don't want this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So that's all I got. Okay. Well, that was um, something new. He hadn't even mentioned that to me. Yeah, I've been talking about it in my head. Oh, okay. I was going to say, talking about it with who? Because it ain't been with me. But yeah, that would be nice. So we call it something like the the Money Moment series or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, not that. We'll work on it. You'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll make it something fun. Yep. Um. All right. Well, thank you for all of your knowledge that you share with us this month about life insurance awareness. I hope that you all learned something and you'll take it and get you some life insurance because it's so important, y'all. Please get some life insurance. All right. So let's move on to our topic of the week. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Are you gonna kick us off this week? You told me you was gonna kick us oh, off. Oh yeah, this yeah, week. yeah, that's right. Um so I forgot. I forgot, you. man. You know, you know what I'm saying? I forgot I was in a uh, money mode. You know what I'm saying? Now I gotta, you know, digress. You switch. I gotta switch. Okay. All right. So we was watching the Cosby show. Like we always do. Like we always do. And it was the episode when Elvin was gonna go out with some old friends oh right yeah so he had talked to his wife sandra about coming with and the plan was for them to all go out yeah but then she was like i gotta write my essay exactly and so Mm -hmm. she decided that she was gonna renege (laughs) on my guy right Mm -hmm. and so he's like okay well i guess since you're not gonna come then i'll just cancel so this is a whole topic that we could have on another time because I really want to spend some time on that one day about how sometimes your women in your life will tell you something that they really don't mean and then you go with it and then they flip the script on you. But that's a whole nother. No, no, no. That's a whole nother thing. No, we're going to talk about that no, right now. No, 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 no. Can no. I, let me get to my original point. You always point. like bring up something and say we're going to talk about it later and we have yet to do that for well, anything. Well, we will. We can come back to that afterwards. Well, you make sure you bring it back up. All right, we're going to circle back to that but that's a whole nother topic so anyways he decides to go go out to to eat with his two female friends mm-hmm. now on the show they claim that these two female friends was attractive uh-huh now, now on this that's real debatable <laughs> on the show marcus so anywho 
that's not the whole (laughs) you are mean what where are you going with this what is the topic so i'm trying to set set them up so they understand what happened and where this question came from okay so he goes out with his two friends and he left his wife at home Mm -hmm. right and so he goes out and he's out for hours on hours and he didn't come home when he was supposed to and none of this stuff happens we know what the real problem with the situation is so my question is is it okay for you to get or have a new attractive friend of the opposite sex once you are married. So they were old friends. Okay. You're just talking about. In I'm talking about. This is where my mind went. Okay. Right. I ain't talking about in the the, the exact scenario in this situation because it was an old friend. Okay. Which is still debatable because what is an old friend, <laughs> right? Because we went to um uh have coffee. In college, that does not mean that we are old friends. That means that I knew you from some years ago, but we aren't friends. Okay, what was the question again? Is it okay for you to have or get a new attractive friend of the opposite sex? I mean, is is it okay? I mean, I, I guess, like, just you? You talking about in a marriage? Yes. Just you, like it's my friend and not yours too. Yes. Well, first of all, I don't, I can't speak for nobody else's marriage, but I feel like in ours that would be hard to happen because you and I, when we meet new people, like we're meeting new people, it's rare that I meet a new friend by myself. Okay, like so what- you might go somewhere for work and you might meet an attractive female, but I don't expect you to become best friends with this person because that's work like that's a, a associate or like a colleague so the answer the question in i mean it's it depends on the situation no it doesn't because basically what you're saying is is that it's not okay for me to have an attractive friend that's new not by yourself you can't come like let's say you met a new friend of course somehow. it's gonna be by myself i ain't talking about us as a couple meeting another couple okay then no it's not okay that's what i'm asking would you think it would be okay for me Hell no, it okay. <laughs> i'm saying like because it would be weird like if you came home or we were having a party or whatever mm-hmm. and you're like yeah i'm gonna invite this new friend that i met or whatever and i, I really want to i want you to meet this person this new friend and then they get here and it's this woman and she fine and i'm like well where you meet her <laughs> like i don't understand like i wouldn't understand yeah no i totally understand that and i get it because it's gonna be like okay and for you people who do this you know good luck so (laughs) so the problem that i see that can arise in the whole topic is what's the motive yeah like what? And I don't want anybody thinking like it's insecurities or anything really like not. that because it has nothing to do with insecurities. It's just like, what's the point? Like, why? Like, and it's real. You got to be real careful because you keep saying attractive friend. Like, I really just think it's a person of the opposite sex because somebody that one person might think is attractive. Another person might I mean, not think yeah, they're attractive. The, you, you get what I'm saying, though. Don't I be just, trying to be all political no, 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 to because me. Because I'm saying, like, I don't I don't want anybody to be out there like, well, I mean, it's cool because this girl ugly. <laughs> or this dude ugly, so it's cool. Like, I don't think I don't think it really matters. I just feel like when you're in a marriage and you make new friends, like, of the opposite sex, that's our friend. <laughs> like... <laughs> we're making a new friend (laughs) we are what (laughs) you got a new friend no we We, got a new friend we got a new friend nah man it's just i don't know um 
I, I, tricky, guess, man. I guess it could be, you know, different if, and I ain't going to say different, but I think it might be more acceptable if, say, for instance, that we both worked in corporate environments. Now, for us, it, no, it, it wouldn't because that ain't your friend. Hold on, can I finish? <laughs> hold on. So, because you, you've had corporate jobs, but not like a real office corporate job. So, here's what happens you usually get close with the people who you work with and then they become you shouldn't be getting that darn close not closer to the fact that you just like friends yeah but usually you do no so you have your friends you have your work friends you have your workout friends like there's different categories yeah but then y'all still kick it though and a work friend is not on the same level as a friend friend so like y'all friend friends (laughs) so the only thing i remember i have when i was working in new york right Mm -hmm. There are plenty of people who I worked with up there mm-hmm. that were females who I kicked it with outside of work. Yeah, like after work. Yeah. Right. But do you or talk to them now? Are they your friend now? I actually do talk to a few of them. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Not on a consistent I basis. I mean, definitely not on a consistent basis. So it's not a friend. It's it a, is. It's a so co-worker. Hold on. hold on. Let me ask you this then. So all of your friends you talk to on a consistent basis? Yeah, my friends. Now, if it's an associate or somebody that I'm cool with, no, I don't talk to them on a regular basis because it's not a friend. It's an associate. It's somebody who I know that I kick it with every now and then, but it ain't my friend. (laughs) You stumped? No, I'm not stumped because I have plenty of, well, not plenty. I have a few people who I consider really good friends, but we don't talk every day or every week. But of, of, of the opposite sex that you just met? No, I didn't just meet, meet exactly. So you're getting people. away. But what from I'm the saying point. is, what I'm saying is, if you meet them at at your job, of course you're not gonna be just super cool with them just off the bat. But as time goes on, you're gonna begin to know them more because you're you see them every day. Yeah, but they're not my friend. They're just someone That's, who. That, because the only reason you're feeling like that way is because you haven't been put in that situation. Yes, I have because there was plenty of people at my job that I quit last year of the opposite sex that I was cool with that I talked to outside of work every now and then. But we were cool. They weren't my friend. And now I don't talk to them. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You. What you. are you saying here? I'm saying that I can see that it could happen. If you met somebody in a work environment and then y'all just clicked, I can see that happening. Of the opposite sex. Of the opposite sex. I can see that. Okay. But if I just met you at the bar, now that's a whole different story. I guess. That's just my. I don't my, know. I don't know. I mean, we just don't see. But that. I know, like, the, but the difference is, like, the females that you speak of that you met in New York that you became, quote unquote, what you calling friends with, I've met them before. Exactly. So, like, they're still, quote unquote, our friends. I don't consider them, like, friends, but we know them and they're cool. So, if we go to New York and we see them, then it's cool. But it's not, like, a friend. Like, you're using the word friend very loosely. I mean,. You know, and it ain't no if they listen to this podcast, it ain't that like won't well, mess with you. Like you ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like it ain't like a friend though. I'm just I'm different. I done learned. I used to use the word friend Real for loose. everybody, and Real I loose. used it so loose. Everybody was my friend. Everybody was my good friend. Everybody was my best friend. Like I loved everybody, and I still love everybody, but on a different on different levels. Like everybody's not my friend. And that's okay. 
Like everybody who I'm cool with, everybody that I have a good time with, everybody that I have a connection with is not my friend. No, and I that's get that. okay. No, I, I really truly do get that. But I do think that it could happen. I ain't saying that it happened to me I mean, personally. Yeah, it probably you just did say it happened to no, you. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm not saying that I have a good friend. No, oh, yeah. I'm, but I'm saying that I, I do consider them a friend. When I kick when I'm in New York, we we kick it. Unless unless it's just super busy where we can't. But if there's free time, then we we would definitely get up and at least what's good, have a drink, yada yada, how's life? Yeah. Right? Um, but I still think you're using the word friend. Okay, whatever. That's whatever. Whatever. So, (laughs) but I do think that it is a problem that if I go out of town and I meet somebody, and then you come home and be like, I met this girl. Yeah, and that's my friend. She coming to town. She gonna kick it with us. That's like, treading. That's 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 treading on the on the line, real. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know about that one. I don't know. I just feel like it, it's it's putting yourself in a situation that could turn out to be messy, and it doesn't have to be. Like I'm, I can be cool with anybody. Like I meet guys all the time. Some attractive, some not so much. But it's strictly platonic and it and the reasons that you know it's that way is because if you come up or if or if you're not there or really in any conversation that I have, my husband come up in some sort of way anyway. Yeah. So I think the issue comes in when like you don't make it clear from jump that you're married mm-hmm. or you're leading this person, this attractive person to believe that there's a chance between y'all. And then all of a sudden, after y'all have hung out three or four times, they find out that you're married. But there's like this underlying connection that has already been established. And it's like, yo, you know, how many times y'all done kicked it? And why am I just now meeting this person? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That, like, that could definitely cause that some can issues. cause issues, but I don't know. We don't have that that issue. No, we, we don't have this issue. Um, but, you know, I, I know that it probably comes up. So, okay. So what about old friends that are of the opposite sex? I mean, I think that's fine. Cause I have plenty of, I, I used to only be friends with guys. Mm-hmm. So I have lots of guy friends. Are they friends? Are they just associates? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a good handful of guy friends. Okay. And then the rest are associates or just people that I'm cool with. But like I could name maybe like three or four guys that are my friends, but you know them though. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, I don't know. It's different. Mm-hmm. but you like i feel like you used to have i used to have a few female <laughs> friends and now if you listening i don't know what happened to you because i <laughs> damn sure text you like maybe like two months ago because i was just trying to check on you and i haven't heard from you so um you know you sending subliminal messages to somebody. yeah i am i am and i hope she hears if it's who i think it is she probably ain't listening <laughs> and i wouldn't be mad about it yeah, I said it. Oh my God. Anywho. It ain't like that, y'all, but it's just not no. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> what? I ain't even about to do this with you today. I I ain't got no shame. This is my mic. I hear you. I can say I what hear I want to say. So, um, what's the moral of the story? Um, the moral of the story is if you feel like it's gonna get you in trouble, don't do it. <laughs> or I don't know. Follow your heart. That's Not the because, moral of the story. Because I think it goes to an interesting question. Like, 
can men and women just be friends? Because yeah. if you truly believe that, then this could be okay. Yeah, but like you said in the very beginning, what's the motive when you meet somebody new and your significant other doesn't know about the person? Okay. That's when it's a problem. So you saying that this could be okay if you if told... If it's our friend. No, let me finish. <laughs> this could be okay if... I mean, because you got to be realistic. Like, you're not always... We're not always together. No. Right? Right. And so what if you... What if you go out mm-hmm. and you meet somebody, some guy, mm-hmm. right? And then y'all just become friends, but you told me about it. Then I would come home and be like, I met this dude. He was super funny, blah, blah, blah. We got to get together. Okay. That's you okay. Know, that's okay. But it's not okay if you out here and you meet that same guy and then you just didn't tell me about it. And then he just showed up at a, an event. Yeah. And I'd be like, this my friend. I met him like three months ago. We've been kicking it. Right. <laughs> Cause what was that thing you just showed me about uh, women? Women's what? are real smart. Oh, <laughs> somebody posted something on Instagram was like women are smart cheaters or something. They be cheating and had a man show up and had drinks with you or something like that. But yeah, I mean men could do the same thing. Like men could pop up and be like, "This is my home girl." Like when you meet her, man, shoot, about three weeks ago we've been kicking it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well but nah like if if you come home and tell me because like when you were talking about the females from new york like Mm -hmm. you always talk to me about because they're the homies because they're the people that you work with and you'd be like this person did this this person did that they were guests at our wedding like they're cool people yeah you know so i know who they are and my guy friends you know who they are and you've kicked it with them Mm -hmm. but honestly i don't really go that many places by myself yeah i mean we, we we talked about that and if you knew a new listener jamaria is like a introvert i'm an introverted extrovert like if i know you really well and i'm comfortable in the environment i could be very outgoing very fun and corny but if and corny but um if i'm corny around you then i'm really comfortable with she's you super comfortable because <laughs> that's just me that's i'm not gonna ever forget i had a speaking engagement that i had and you just talked about this you ain't gotta talk about nah, it no man because it's just like okay i'll leave it alone yeah i sat in the corner <laughs> to make a long story short i sat in the corner because i was uncomfortable i didn't know anybody oh and God. i looked very unapproachable and very like mean but that i promise y'all that's not who i am i just i'm awkward in situations and i can get really overwhelmed and if i feel overwhelmed the way that i cope with it is just sitting in a corner by myself pretending to be busy on my phone so <laughs> That's just how I cope. But, you know, for the last couple weekends, we've had really packed weekends. We did. And we've gone talk about to that? a bunch of different places. What? About what we did last weekend? Oh, we went to the Pilgrimage Festival. We was with the Pilgrims, y'all. <laughs> we went to the Pilgrimage Festival, and we, we got to go before it got rained out. So we went, like, early Saturday, and it started raining later. They canceled it, and the whole second day got canceled. But um, it was cool. We got some good food. Um, What? I'm saying that wasn't why we was there. I know we went, but I haven't put anything out about it yet, oh. so I'm not gonna talk about it. I was there okay. working with the brand. Um, like, don't be out here. We no, go out I, here for the for the pilgrims, Marcus. Okay. I was there working with the brand, but I'm not gonna speak on it because I'm under contract and I haven't put my content out yet. All right. So, yeah, but it was a good it was a good experience. And then we went to my cousin's housewarming, and so after that, I was really like peopled out, and I just needed to come home. Like I, I get, I get my feel of it, and then I'm like, all right, I need to recharge. 
Some of y'all, some of y'all can relate. He's I just looking, can't relate. He's looking at know? me crazy because he's fine. He's a super extrovert. Those of us who have introverted traits in us, like you have to recharge. After the you. only time I get like that is when I get put in a, an environment where I'm in the club. Yeah, well, that's, I don't think that happens to me in the club because no one's talking much. Yo, but I just, I'm just awkward in there because I just. That's because you don't dance. I don't <laughs> dance. I don't dance. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, everybody's just standing around drinking. I could have did this at the crib. See, you always talking about me loving to talk. Clearly, it's you that loves to talk because you're most comfortable in an environment where they just want you to talk. <laughs> if I'm in an environment <laughs> where people are going to be wanting to talk to me the whole time, I get really like overwhelmed and like because it's opportunities. I don't like it. So Ew. I don't I don't be knowing what to say, but I'm working on it. Y'all, I think I'm getting a little bit better. I've been pushing myself to go to certain things um, out of my comfort zone. So, yeah. But okay, that was a very interesting topic mm-hmm. that we talked about. Um curious to know you guys' thoughts on having friends of the opposite sex when you're in a committed relationship or um, married or what have you. Does it bother you? Does it bother your significant other? Why? Why not? Curious about all that. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you are you done? Are you ready to wrap this up? Yep. I'm ready to go watch Empire and Star. Hey. <laughs> okay then. All right. Well, as always, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and all these other episodes that we've had. We really appreciate you guys coming along for the ride. Please email us any jams juice you've heard, any questions for Marcus for his Marcus Money Moments and any questions or topics randomly that you want to talk about to our house the podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us in our DMs on Instagram at our house the podcast. Marcus, where can the people find you? They can find me at Marcus Deontay J on Instagram and you can find me on Facebook at Johnson Capital Planning. Okay. And I'm cutting you off because I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> and you can find me um, on Instagram at Jamaria Olivia J or at my blog throughjamseyes.com. All right. Ready? Yep. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, my name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. Thanks for coming over and hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.